Farm Food Facts, where every farmer, every acre, and every voice matter. Welcome to Farm Food Facts for March 24th, 2020. I'm your host, Phil Lempert. Today is National Ag Day, and in celebration, we have with us Greg Horstmeyer, the current chair of Ag Council of America and its editor-in-chief of the digital content newsroom for DTN Progressive Farmer. He grew up on a general crop and livestock farm in central Missouri. Following high school, earned a degree in agriculture journalism from the University of Missouri at Columbia with emphasis in agriculture economics and photojournalism. He's covered agriculture stories in every U.S. state except Alaska. Got to find out why and then has traveled and written about agriculture and farming in Canada, Mexico, South America, Europe, and Africa, and is here to tell us about the changes for this year's National Agriculture Day. So, Greg, first, welcome to Farm Food Facts. Thank you, Phil. It's great to be here. Good to be part of this. So, you know, I know that every year there's a different theme for National Ag Day. This year, food brings everyone to the table. Probably more meaningful this year than ever before. You probably couldn't have figured out how more people were going to be eating at home. But before we get to that, you got to tell me, how come you've never been to Alaska? Just one of those things. I've never had the opportunity to be there. If I'm, if, I always thought if I could get there, I want to spend a big chunk of time in that part of the world. And I've just never had that much of a hold in my schedule. So we'll get there someday. Well, good. You should. In fact, I was actually a judge for, don't laugh, the Symphony of Salmon which takes place in Alaska every year, a few years ago, and, and it's an absolutely beautiful place. Let's, let's focus on National Ag Day. Obviously, the world has changed a lot from the time that you started planning uh, National Ag Day 2020. What was planned and what's going to happen now? Well, we uh, obviously had a full day of events planned for Ag Day in Washington, D.C., a number of speeches and sessions at USDA near the mall there. Uh, we also had planned to have some equipment, some farm equipment on the National Mall. Uh, one of the big goals for the committee this year was to increase the visibility of that event um, to folks who just happened to be in Washington, D.C. I mean, we always get good participation of folks who are within agriculture and, and part of the group, but we wanted to make sure that anybody just walking by was realizing what was going on that day. Um, so had a lot of plans, a lot of folks coming together to to get those things happening, and then obviously, unfortunately, we had to had to cancel those plans um, as as this crisis uh, began to to loom. I think one of the things that I'm most impressed about with National Ag Day beyond the events is really the core values: understanding how food and fiber products are produced appreciating the role that agriculture plays in providing safe, abundant, and affordable products. Third, value the essential role of agriculture in maintaining a strong economy. And lastly, acknowledge and consider career opportunities in the agriculture, food, and fiber industry. Four really terrific core values. Um, and what you describe, you know, having farm equipment on the mall and things like that certainly reinforces it. But in today's world, especially with social media, with everything that's going on, how are you going to focus on these four core values this 2020 National Ag Day? Great question. And, you know, to start off, it's unfortunate that these uh, events have, have had to be canceled to physically get together. But 
we are blessed to have the technology that we have today. You, you mentioned social media and some of the other things. So since the day that we, a couple of weeks ago, that we were pretty sure we were going to be canceling the events, all the members of the committee and everybody that's part of Ag Day has been working really hard to figure out how can we still celebrate those, how can we still celebrate agriculture? How can we still work toward those values through social media, through a lot of virtual events? We're working with a lot of our media partners, and, and I just happen to be the editor of one, but we have a number of media partners in agriculture that are that are part of this, that we're going to be having articles and blogs and videos, and there'll probably be additional podcasts like this one, uh, every way we can to uh, continue to talk about agriculture. Um, now, you know, obviously, some of that is speaking to the choir. You know, most of us in the ag media, my day job, are talking to farmers every day, and we're not talking to the broader audiences out there. But we're we're working to ways to to use our social media to drive people outside of of agriculture to some of this content. My own world will be using our Facebook and Twitter to let anybody that follows us, and we we do have a lot of in the social media world a lot of non-ag folks who who follow us for various reasons, and so we'll be using all of those venues to try to to try to get these these points out. One of the big parts of the event to anybody that's ever gone there is the number of of young folks, high school, uh, 4-H, FFA, AFA students who come to Washington, D.C. and get the chance to be there and, and be part of that. And then also it, it's a chance for them to visit with their local legislators in Congress and talk about agricultural issues and bring those issues uh, up to the legislators. And we'll do that virtually. We've got a long chunk of a, of a day scheduled with a number of learning and training sessions. And, and we're going to take this time to help those students be even better at the things that they would be doing, how to talk to people, how to get your points across, um, how to visit with people who are different than you are and, and make your make your points to maybe an audience that, that doesn't understand things to the depth that you do. So we're going to focus a lot on those issues and then you know, when the sun shines again and when, when this issue goes away and we can actually get out there and do some things physically, um, those young folks will be prepared to do that. You also mentioned that we're preaching to the choir a bit. What about, you know, today, so many farmers have terrific blogs, have terrific podcasts. How can they really support National Ag Day through through their distribution channels, some of which goes to, you know, a lot of consumers that, that want to know about agriculture? Absolutely. I, that's a great question. And I think I, I suspect we'll get a lot of participation through through some of those individuals. Many of those folks who have uh, great followings either on Twitter or on their own podcasts or uh, through Facebook and other social media have been part of this and have been a part of Ag Day in the past. You know, we're reaching out to as many of uh, those folks as we can to get them to continue to uh, to do even more to talk about agriculture on that day specifically. You know, normally they would have come to D.C. and, and sort of reported on what was happening. But, but now, since they don't have to travel, you know, that's one of the ways I'm looking at it is it's a day that I won't be in the air, but instead of being in the air, I can use that day to to further uh, talk to, to non-farm audiences, drive people to some of the content that we're talking about. For those that maybe haven't been part of Ag Day in the past, if they're looking for some of the materials that we have put together and, and literally things are going up on the website as we speak, 
if they're looking for ways to talk specifically about Ag Day and they haven't in the past, they can go to the website. It's agday.org. And there's a, a number of promotional materials. There's a lot of background information that folks can use through their own social devices. So I know that typically one of one of the highlights of Ag Day, at least for me, is the Ag Day essay contest, which would you know be announced who the winner is. You know, read the essay on March 24th. Since that's not going to happen, why don't you tell me who the winner is before anybody else knows? And number two, how are we going to get that essay out there? Oh, you know, viruses can't pry secrets, so we'll keep that secret. But we will be covering the speech or the, or the essay rather and uh, we'll be getting that out through a lot of social media several of us that again back to, to those of us that have media uh, outlets that that we can work with uh, will be carrying uh, that essay and drive and letting people know how they can get a chance to be at that so we'll we'll be making that announcement uh, on ag day uh, as normal uh, you know our goal here is to try to have this day be as as much as it normally would have been uh, as we can well, you know, you're, you're doing a fabulous job, Greg, in spite of everything. And you have our undying support for National Ag Day and really looking forward to listening in on Facebook, every other social media channel to find out, A, who that winner is going to be and everything that's going on to really support those four core values of National Ag Day. Greg, thanks so much for joining us today. I know it's a very busy time for you on Farm Food Facts. Thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate you and the organization being willing to uh, to help us at this time. Uh, you know, these are, these are strange times and uh, you guys are gonna help us get the word out uh, and we appreciate that. Thanks for listening to today's podcast episode. For more information on all things food and agriculture, please visit us at usfarmersandranchers.org. Also be sure to look for us on Facebook, at U.S. Farmers and Ranchers or on Twitter at USFRA. Until next time.